Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. What's up? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. This is episode number 57, and today we're going to get into some really practical, really helpful stuff. We're going to talk about how to naturally reduce your body's inflammation and inflammatory response, and in doing so, reduce your pain, decrease those achy joints and stuff like that. See, you guys know that I always encourage you to message me on Instagram or Facebook, and I love hearing from you. I love hearing how certain episodes have impacted you, and I also love getting your questions, and that's exactly how today's episode came about. A lady named Allison sent me this message on Facebook. She said, Hi, Corey. I'm a fan of the podcast. You always mention sharing things we want to know more about. Well, I was interested in one of the recent episodes when you mentioned what it means when your muscles are sore. I'd love to hear more about that and advice about what to do next, rest, stretch, and so on. Also, I have lots of back problems, and inflammation makes it worse. Can you recommend foods or share nutritional info to help with inflammation? Thanks. I really enjoy listening. Thank you for all you do. Well, Allison, thank you. Thank you for writing in. Thank you for those kind words. So, gang, today I'm going to do the best I can to sum up the whole inflammation situation. <laughs> to sum up inflammation and pain and the soreness issue what you can do with your nutrition to help naturally reduce your pain. And it's going to be tough because there are books written on this. So I'm going to talk fast and we're going to move fast. So grab a cup of coffee, maybe grab a pen and a pad of paper, and let's do it. Here's what we're going to cover. Number one, we're going to talk about good and bad inflammation. Number two, we're going to answer the question, what is inflammation? Like, what does it even mean? What is it inside the body? Number three, what causes inflammation? And then number four, I'm going to tell you what you can do, what to do to reduce your inflammation. Okay, so those are the four things we're going to go over. Let's jump into it full throttle. Here we go. Number one, it's so important for you to understand that inflammation is not necessarily bad. It's just that too much inflammation is bad. You guys have heard me say it a million times, like everything in life, we need a balance. <laughs> for most people... The idea or the thought, just the word inflammation has a negative connotation. I mean, that's why we take anti-inflammatory drugs, right? Because they fight this evil thing that's happening in our body and they help reduce our pain. Well, a few years ago, researchers with the National Institute of Health, which is one of the most well-respected organizations in the country when it comes to health and wellness and nutrition. So the researchers there said this. The billions of dollars that we spend on anti-inflammatory drugs, such as aspirin, ibuprofen, and acetaminophen is money spent to undo the effects of too much omega-6 fat in the diet. So let me rephrase that for you. We have to take all of these NSAIDs, these non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, to make up for our crappy diet. That's what they're saying. They're just saying it in a really nice way. I know when we start talking about omega-6 and all of these crazy things, it may sound like Latin to you, but don't worry. I'm going to break it all down and explain everything in today's episode. What you need to know right now is this. Inflammation can actually be a good thing. It only becomes bad in two circumstances. 
when there's way too much or when it becomes chronic and lingers in your body for way too long. So too much or too long is not good. Okay. Okay. Now let's get into exactly what inflammation is. Inflammation is basically your body's way of protecting itself from infection, illness, or injury. And sometimes we can even see it happen. For example, let's say you're out for a walk and you step in a hole and twist your ankle. You give it an hour and your ankle will look like someone blew it full of air and it's about to pop. <laughs> I mean, we've all seen this, right? That's what's known as acute or short-term inflammation. You have redness, probably pain, heat, and some swelling. Some, a lot of times, major, massive swelling. And you better be glad that you do. I mean, you may think, oh, no, this is terrible. If only it wouldn't swell up. No, no, no. Look, your body, this is what's happening with your body. Inside, it, your body says, uh-oh, oh, crap, injury, red alert, red alert, whop, whop. Send help to the ankle. Send help to the ankle. See, the reason your ankle is swelling up is because your body is sending healing chemicals to the injured area. So you can see what I mean when I say that inflammation is not bad. But imagine this. You injure your ankle. And then rather than your body sending just enough helpful healing chemicals to that area, it sends a ton. It would be like if you had a really small fire in your yard, maybe like you had a little bonfire with your children or something. But rather than just, you know, spraying it down with your water hose, the fire department comes and floods your yard with 5,000 gallons of water. Yes, the fire is out, but your yard is completely ruined and your house is flooded. No good. <laughs> this is not what we want. This is, this is excessive inflammation in a nutshell. What is meant to be a good thing totally backfires and it actually causes damage rather than just helping. But this acute inflammation that happens in response to an injury, it's just one part of this equation. See, we also have what's called chronic or long-term inflammation. And this often occurs inside your body without you being able to really notice it, without any noticeable or visible symptoms. It's not like when you twist your ankle and you can see your ankle turn red and swell up. The same thing can go on internally. And this type of inflammation can lead to or worsen all kinds of illnesses like diabetes, heart disease, fatty liver disease, and cancer. Nasty stuff, guys. And here's the really not cool part. Chronic inflammation can happen when people are obese or under stress. Oh, nice, right? <laughs> I mean, let's just all go home and cry. Because I'm sure none of you are under stress, nor do any of you need to lose weight. I mean, why would you be listening to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast? Look, here's the deal. Rather than seeing this as an inflammation death sentence, I encourage you to see it as a wake-up call of sorts. Kind of like, hey, there's stuff going on inside my body that is real and powerful and that I can't see. And then here's the really important part. But I have total control over it. Doesn't that feel good? Doesn't it feel empowering? Change what you put into your body and it will totally change the inside of your body. It seems really simple, but it's true and it's powerful. And I'm going to show you how. Hang with me. Here we go. Here's the next point. So what causes inflammation? Well, if we want to reduce inflammation and all the crappy stuff that it does, then we first need to know what causes it in the first place. Well, we know that some sort of trauma, like an injury, causes acute inflammation. We've talked about that. But what causes it inside our body? 
Well, yes, we said earlier, obesity and mental or emotional stress can cause or worsen inflammation, but that's not all, guys. You know how I'm always talking about our body's internal ecosystem? Well, that's a huge part of it. It's a huge deal when it comes to inflammation. When you're consistently eating crappy foods and not drinking enough water, it jacks with every system inside your body. Everything inside your body, every system, cardiovascular, gastrointestinal, neurological, the list goes on and on. None of these function in a bubble. None of them are isolated. They all depend on and play off of each other. So when you're eating crappy foods and not exercising, and surprise, surprise, maybe you're overweight, then your body pours in a bunch of stress chemicals because you're mentally and emotionally taxed, and you have the perfect recipe for terrible inflammation. It's like having that small fire and dumping a bunch of gasoline on it. You have created a toxic internal environment, and inflammation thrives in this. But there's good news. You can change this. And that's our next point. Point number four, what to do. Okay, I'm going to give you four things that you can do. Grab a pen because I'm going to quickly go through these. Otherwise, this episode would be two hours long. So here we go. The first thing and the most important thing that you can do if you want to help improve your body's inflammatory response, if you want to help naturally reduce your body's own inflammation, is to eat more anti-inflammatory fats. What? Eat more fats? Yes, that's what the crazy nutrition guy said. Especially omega-3 fatty acids that are found in cold water fish. Remember the quote earlier from the National Institute of Health? They said the billions we spend on anti-inflammatory drugs is money spent to undo the effects of too much omega-6 fat in the diet. See, the typical American diet, and really probably any developed nation, is full of omega-6 fatty acids. And your fatty acid balance, especially the balance between omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids, is one of the biggest things that causes excess inflammation. Now, I know that may sound like a bunch of science. Don't worry. I'm going to boil it down to some practical tips that you can use. So just hang with me. The solution, the, the way to correct this is pretty simple. You need to eat less omega-6. Here's the stuff that's rich in omega-6. Here's the stuff you should eat less of. Snack foods like corn chips or tortilla chips, potato chips, granola bars, fast food, processed foods, cured meats like salami and pepperoni and sausages, desserts, and believe it or not, tofu. Wait, Corey, I thought tofu was so healthy. Tofu is incredibly high in omega-6. So those are some of the highest sources of omega-6. So do your best to reduce those, eat less of those, and eat more anti-inflammatory fats like extra virgin olive oil, avocado, almonds, cold-pressed flaxseed oil, cold water fish like mackerel or salmon or sardines. Or if you're like me and you don't eat those types of fish all that often or you just don't like them that much, you can take a high-quality omega-3 supplement. I'll put a link uh, in the show notes below to the omega-3 supplement that I really like and take. So you can check that out if you like. But let me be clear, because for some of you, I know what's going on in your head right now. You don't have to totally eliminate all of the omega-6 foods and start eating nothing but the good anti-inflammatory fats. 
No, no, no. If that's where your brain is headed, that's just the all or nothing thinking that's that's jumping in there full throttle. Stop. Just reduce, not eliminate. This isn't a, a super strict, rigid diet. Just work to reduce how often and how much you eat of the omega-6 foods and be sure to add as much as possible of the omega-3s and, and anti-inflammatory foods, okay? It's that simple. Okay, next up. The second thing you can do to help naturally reduce your body's inflammation is to reduce your sugar intake. Ah, oh, good old sugar. <laughs> we have a love affair with it, don't we? But it's an abusive love affair. It sweet talks us. See what I did there? Sugar sweet talks us. <laughs> and it gives us sweet kisses and then it turns around and slaps us in the face and drains our bank account and spreads nasty rumors and runs off with your dog. Yet, we still love it. <laughs> uh, look, here's the bottom line. Sugar is like fertilizer for inflammation. If you want to reduce inflammation, to have less pain in your joints or at various places in your body, to have fewer health problems and just feel better overall, Reducing your sugar intake will do wonders. It's one of the most powerful things you can do. Seriously, it's amazing what just reducing your sugar intake will do for your body and your brain. Now, just to be clear, I'm not talking about like raw fruit. You may say, oh, fruits are so high in sugar. No, 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 no. That's perfectly okay. But I am talking about fruit juices and any other soft drinks or sweet drinks that are full of sugar and desserts and a lot of those highly processed foods like we mentioned earlier because they're digested and processed in your body so quickly that they hit your system in a very similar way to sugar. Now, I know this is a tough one, guys. We all love our sugar. Like I said, we have a love affair with it. But again, you don't have to totally cut it out. Just work to reduce it, and you will feel the effects, I promise. Okay, next up, the third thing that you can do to help naturally reduce your body's inflammation is to exercise and reduce your stress. I combine these two because they really go hand in hand. Exercising naturally reduces stress, and as you feel less stressed, you'll want to be active and move more. It's just the way it works. Some proven ways, some other proven ways to reduce your stress, I'm just going to run through a list here. Do something outside. Just getting outside and getting some sunshine can help tremendously. Work in your yard, go for a walk, whatever. Get outside. Also, meditation or prayer, yoga, all of these sorts of things. Research has shown help to reduce our stress. Counseling. I've talked about cognitive behavioral therapy before. You guys know I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of counseling in general. But any good therapy will help you work through some emotional issues and help to reduce your stress. Also, just spending time around other fun, uplifting people, getting out of your own brain, getting out of your own world, and taking interest in their lives can be very, very powerful. Or if you just kind of want to be pampered, go get a massage, man. <laughs> that can really help to, to reduce physical tension and, and reduce your stress. And of course, like we started with, exercise and stretch. And my biggest recommendation is just don't overcomplicate things. Go for a walk or maybe a swim or go on a hike, or go for a run, whatever. Just get your heart rate up and help your body to physically process the emotional or mental stress that you're feeling. 
It doesn't have to be fancy. It's just science and it just works. Just go move and get your heart rate and breathing rate up. So that's number three. Next up, last but not least, number four, there are some supplements that you can take that will help your body with its inflammatory response. Okay, now here's what I know. Some of you, maybe many of you, are going to run out and buy all of the supplements that I'm going to tell you about. But you're not going to do jack. You're not going to do anything with your diet or exercise. Shame on you. Shame on you. (laughs) You're just trying to take the quick and easy route. And I'm here to tell you it doesn't work that way, guys. Supplements are just that. I mean, the word supplement literally means like in addition. They're in addition to an already solid base of nutrition and exercise that will help you get even more results. So the translation is if you don't have the base of nutrition and exercise or if you're not at least working on that, the supplements could just be a big waste of time and money. So for goodness sakes, at least make some food changes and go for a brisk walk two or three times per week. If nothing else, just do that and then add some supplements in on top. Okay? Okay, so here we go. There are four supplements that research shows can help with excessive inflammation. The first one is called curcumin, which is an extract from the turmeric spice. You guys, for anyone that cooks, there's a plant, there's a spice that we use called turmeric. Well, curcumin is a certain extract of that. And when I'm experiencing any sort of excessive inflammation, I like to take 400 to 600 milligrams of a patented extract that's known as C3, uh, like the Star Wars character, C3PO, (laughs) C, the letter C, and then the number three. That's the first supplement. The second supplement we've talked about already, omega-3 fish oil. It's like we discussed earlier. Um, I like to take four to six double-strength capsules per day. Um, That's something I actually do on a consistent basis. I believe it's an incredibly beneficial practice. I am not telling you to do this. I'm not prescribing that you do this. I don't know you or your unique medical situation or condition. But that's what I like to do. And then the last two supplements are probably going to surprise you because you will more than likely think of them as foods. But they're so powerful that I decided to include them as supplements to kind of bring some extra attention to them. So what are these two superfoods, if you will? Dark berries, like blueberries, and garlic. I try to have about one half to one cup of blueberries every single day and either eat two or three cloves of garlic or take 600 to 1,000 milligrams of an aged garlic extract. And those aged garlic extracts are pretty cool because once the garlic is aged, the compounds that you want from the garlic are um, at a really high level and it doesn't smell and it doesn't make your breath smell or you smell. Um, My wife and I really like the Kyolic brand of aged garlic. It's the most popular brand out there. It's easy to find. And that, my friends, is it. So let's do a super quick review here. Super quick. Here we go. Inflammation is not bad. It's actually very helpful but it becomes nasty when there's too much of it or it lingers for too long and becomes chronic. Next up, excess inflammation is caused or worsened by obesity, stress, and what I like to call that toxic internal environment within our body when we're eating, consistently eating crappy foods, the wrong foods, and not drinking enough water. But here's the thing. You have the power to reduce your inflammation, and the four most powerful ways to do that are 
Number one, eat less pro-inflammatory foods that are high in omega-6 fatty acids. Those things cause inflammation. Stuff like fast food, desserts, and processed snacks. Eat less of that and eat more anti-inflammatory foods like avocado and extra virgin olive oil and cold water fish. Exercise, guys. Exercise solves so many of our problems. Get active, be active, and use other methods to reduce your stress like meditation or prayer or counseling. And after doing all of that, you can take things up a notch with a double-strength omega-3 supplement, curcumin, the extract from turmeric, blueberries, intentionally and purposefully eating everyday blueberries and garlic. And that is it. I hope this has been incredibly helpful. If you enjoyed this episode or if you just enjoyed this podcast in general, then you will absolutely love my free audio program called Catalyst. If you haven't registered for it, what are you doing? It's free. You're crazy. You can register on my website um, down at the bottom of the homepage or there will be a link in the show notes of this episode. The program is almost finished. I'm almost totally finished with Catalyst and it will be released to everyone that's on the wait list very soon. I am absolutely thrilled. I'm so excited for all of you to go through this program because I know it will be a game changer for a lot of you. So now let's wrap it up like we always do, guys. Look, there is more to you and your body than what you weigh because you're more than just a number on a stupid little machine that stays in your bathroom. (laughs) Believe it. It's true. And losing weight will help reduce inflammation, which is amazing. And you'll probably have less pain, which is really awesome too. But honestly, losing weight is all about gaining life and living the life that you've always wanted to. Mm, Y'all are the best. Thank you so much for your time today. Much love. God bless. Bye-bye.